Hi everyone, this is Jen and Sam and welcome to our podcast Miracle Mindset. Where we give you our unsolicited, probably unwanted advice. But if you want to become the best version of yourself, start believing in yourself a little bit more, then tune in every Sunday for the podcast. Cheers. Bye. So as you know, we currently don't have a sponsor yet. We don't really want to get anything on unless you fully believe in it. So whilst we wait for the perfect sponsor, we're going to sponsor ourselves. So as you will probably have seen by now, we do have our first product out. We're so, so, so proud and happy with it. It's a deck of 50 affirmation and journal prompt cards. So the reason behind doing this is we've had affirmation cards before where we've not felt like they were that personal to us or didn't kind of resonate with them. So we've made it so that you can really delve a little bit deeper into your mind, your journey, what's true to you. Yeah, so we've split a lot of the questions up between like relationships, career, mindset, and with the affirmation comes a journal prompt. So each morning we want you to stay off your phones, journal, get a little bit more mindful, and the affirmations, when you obviously delve a little bit deeper into them, they'll manifest easier for you, you'll feel so much more aligned to them, and we're so excited to bring you them. So it's 50 days of consistent journaling for you, reprogramming your mind, and we know how important it is to do that, so we're so excited to bring you them. You can buy them on our website or our Etsy store. Message us on Instagram if you have any other questions. We'll obviously always be happy to speak to you, but yeah, hopefully you love them as much as we do. Just a quick trigger warning for anyone who's listening. If you are struggling with eating at the moment, I do talk about eating disorders, binge eating, calorie restrictions and things like that. So if you aren't ready, please listen when you are. Morning everyone and welcome to a midweek podcast with Sam. Sorry, I was just checking the <laughs> if the microphone was on. Um, I've posted on my Instagram story whether people wanted to have a body acceptance podcast. I was going to do an IGTV, but me and the girls did drunken wine and paint we had about 10 bottles of prosecco vino you name it we genuinely had it and i could not physically bring myself to go on camera (laughs) so i thought it would be good as well because i know that a lot of girls listen to our podcast males too um, and this applies to everybody really but i have fully been through the works of my body and if you follow my normal instagram account i did a youtube video on there a couple of months back i think it was about 11 months back now, um, all about my body image journey because I've fully been through the works with it. Like I used to be a massive binge eater and then I'd restrict, I'd yo-yo diet and I've basically been my biggest, which was a size 12 to 14. And then I lost all the weight, had massive body dysmorphia, really, really restricted. I was a size six, I lost my periods and like I've been through the works and both mindsets were terrible because although when I was bigger, I dreamed of being smaller, I didn't sort my headspace out so that when I got smaller, the only thing I could think of was, oh my God, I never want to get bigger again. And I couldn't enjoy the body that I was in. And I've really worked so, so, so hard on finding acceptance of myself and it's took so long but I think that if you can take anything from this video just to start because you are your biggest project and you shouldn't constantly always be working on changing yourself because the goalposts will always move I was a size six and I was thinking I want to get a little bit a little bit more tone I need to cut this out I need to stop doing this and I wasn't ever happy and I think that now I've happily 
set at this balance like I'll never deprive myself of going out with my friends or if my family get any takeaway I won't sit on the side and eat lettuce and spinach and tofu like it's about finding balance for you and whilst I completely completely love being healthy being glowy being active I also know that there's a limit to it and like your body and the way your body looks should never come in front of your mental health, enjoying your life and living a life that's purposeful for you because I know that for me as well, because I'm quite obsessive about things, when I got onto that train of like, I need to be perfect, I need to be better, I constantly was like fueling this horrible, vicious cycle. So it would never be enough. I'd constantly want more. I'd never feel good enough and I'd never let blessings come into my life I wouldn't ever have relationships because I think when you're so kind of consumed with like changing your body how you want it to look you don't have space in your mind for relationships or other things or you're constantly just anxious like it's like sitting opposite someone at a cafe or a restaurant I'd be looking through them I'd literally be thinking oh my God, I need to get home. I've just had a chocolate cake and a coffee with almond milk. That's 100 calories, 550 calories in my head. I literally really need to go home and like burn that off or like I need to work out how I'm gonna sort it out. And it's such a disordered, unhealthy way to be. And I think that I constantly calorie counted for years. Like I have on that same account tracked in 2013 that was like nine years ago I was doing it in high school and I was like literally 13 14 and it's just a way of thinking that you have this control and that you control the outcome of things but when you let things go like for example now I can safely say I can eat mostly whatever I want and still be the the size that I am and I'm a size eight now and I'm so happy and it shows that like you don't have to eat lettuce and work out 20 times a day. Like you need to find the balance for you and your body will naturally gravitate towards your healthiest weight and you can be happy. You don't have to sacrifice social life, happiness, relationships for the sake of a good body. You can have both, but I know that I'm still healing and I know that if someone's listening to this and can have at least one shift in perspective, that will be enough for me. Okay, so... Some things I've learned along the way is that even if you're labeling your diet as organic or intuitive eating or vegan or whatever, whatever it is, if you're labeling something in order to be healthier, or you might be doing the 5 2 diet, that is an occupation, a preoccupation with food. And if you haven't got a good relationship with your body, with yourself, if you don't trust your hunger cues or your internal cues, then you're getting preoccupied with an unhealthy habit of eating. So for example, whenever I used to have like a bad day or a binge, I'd always be like looking stuff up and be like, oh, right, I'm going to start intuitive eating by tomorrow. And what you've got to understand is like, these should enhance the quality of your life. It shouldn't be trying to change change yourself in any way so like so for example with the calorie counting some people I know can go on there objectively in out never have any emotion towards it but as soon as guilt starts creeping in delete the app 
because you know what it was so hard for me to delete it it was a habit I'd been doing it for seven years and now I honestly don't know how I consumed myself with so much time so like if you feel guilty or you're putting your calories in and you're thinking oh god or feeling any sort of like negative emotion or guilt or worry delete the app it's not worth it so because you might be hungry but you're thinking oh no I've had 800 calories already I can't I can't possibly be hungry but your body is genuinely one of the most complex organisms that there is we've got consciousness our bodies have millions of chemical reactions a day you so I'm doing a nutrition course at the moment and your body needs food for like building cell membranes, doing chemical reactions. Food is essentially fuel. So the fact that we're depriving our body of food because it doesn't meet our apps conditions is just a joke, to be honest. And you know, if you're listening to this and you do have a healthy relationship with food and you're doing it purely for goal purposes and it doesn't affect your mindset, that's fine. But if you're like me and you get a little bit obsessive it and you start looking too deep and looking in too much into things, it's not worth it because you've got to learn to trust your body. And two good books for this I would massively recommend is Just Eat It by Laura Thomas. So she uses this analogy. So when you maybe stop calorie counting, stop the diet, because your body, which as I was talking about before, is such like a biological process (laughs) it craves food because it feels like you've been in a famine state so you can imagine a cow being cooped up in a tiny little like a tiny little gated yard and then you're letting out onto this gorgeous field of like mass amounts of grass it's going to go mad like it's going to try and eat as much grass as it can because it believes it's going to go back into that famine state and that's exactly what our body does but when you let it go mad because event it probably will need to like if you've ever had periods where like you've been on a diet and then you've literally polished off 12 cookies, it's because mentally your body feels like it has been deprived and it needs to get it all in before it goes back into that famine state. But once you take that pressure off food and off the guilt that it brings you and start to see food as like a normal thing, you won't reach for the cookies. So for example, with me, um, my binge eating food used to be chocolate. I used to probably have about three to 4,000 calories worth of chocolate in one binge. And you can imagine the sugar rush, the sugar rush that my body had. Um, I would feel physically sick, like, but I'd still keep going. And what you've got to understand is like coming out of a binge like that, you might think, or I certainly thought when I wasn't aware of it, you're disgusting, you're so irresponsible, I can't believe you've done that. But when you actually look at it objectively and like you've deprived your body, I've I've put you on chicken and rice for 20 20 years. Do you know what I mean? When you've deprived your body of that long, it's going to need those nutrients that you've deprived it from because we need a balanced diet. And like, What worries me is in my nutrition course, it literally says that 70% of the carbohydrates that you you put in your body gets used in like chemical reactions, things like that, um, supplying energy, storing energy. And your brain is so sensitive to 
low sensitivity of glucose, which is obviously like sugars, because the only way your brain can send signals to your body is when you have glucose, because it uses glucose to essentially send body send signals to your body so when everyone says they've got brain fog and because they're eating really really low carb it's because your brain physically doesn't have enough energy to send signals to your body which is crazy like we're following diets off instagram that we see other people doing and we've not even we don't even know if they're qualified like in another book that i'm reading which is called The Fuck It Diet, but I think it's called, I think it's by Caroline Dina. She says that in a study where they basically put like 30 men after war into a famine state um, to, to test like rations. So they went from like 3,200 calories a day, obviously moving so much to 1,600 um, over a period of like three months. And she said that, over four of them became chefs when before that they had no interest in food. Um, loads of them came out mentally, like mentally having a fixation on food or having disordered eating and and felt really, really depressed. And what that study is showing you is like when you get pre- really, really preoccupied with food and you don't have enough of it, your body makes you think about it constantly. I remember when I was literally eating 1,000 calories a day and probably walking about 600 calories worth of calorie, 600 calories worth of calories. <laughs> um, yeah, so essentially like I was starving myself and I'd lost my period, everything. And all I would ever, ever think about is food. What am I having for my next meal? I'd scroll on Instagram and look at food porn for hours. I was obsessed with it. And what you've got to take really, really good care of when you're going on Instagram and you're looking at these food food people and nutritionists and people on Instagram that are sharing their opinions of food could have an eating disorder themselves or could have a preoccupation with food or really disordered eating and they're using it to keep themselves accountable. One thing for me as well that I really have learned is that, as you know, obviously miracle mindsets, but everything is about mindset. So when I was sat in a place where I was binge eating, I felt so rubbish about myself, I would beat myself up so bad. I would tear myself apart. I'd tell my friends, no one is ever going to love me, girls. Like genuinely, I will never get naked. Like I never want to put a bikini on. I was so horrible to myself and I'd beat myself up and call myself irresponsible and fat and lazy. And you know what? If you can imagine an Olympian going for gold and his coach is shouting down his ear all day, every day, you're rubbish, you're never going to make it. Do you, th- do you really think he would be a world-class athlete? And I, like he genuinely wouldn't because he wouldn't have the motivation to keep going. So you are your biggest obstacle, I think, with changing your body and accepting yourself because when you're coming from a place of hate whether you're trying to change yourself because you don't like who you are now no matter what you change yourself to if you don't heal those insecurities those anxiousness anxiousness those feelings of unworthiness you will never feel good in the body that you're in like when people were commenting on my body and the validation was flying in I would feel my worst it would fuel me on I'd be like I've got to keep going and it was it's hard and I think the celebrating someone else's body just because of how it looks is a hard 
or like almost trivial thing to comment on like out of anything you can comment on about someone why would you ever just comment on the body do you know what I mean because you don't know what they're going through I think and one thing for me obviously with the mindset so I think determining when it all started is a massive step in taking the power back so for me it started when my brother pointed out pointed out a role um my friend's dad commented on my body and then in high school a lot of stuff happened and I turned to food for eating and it was feelings of unworthiness it was feelings that I wasn't enough and that I needed to change and that's how it all started so the fact that I know how it started I can heal that and it's brought me to a much healthier place with my body now but if you just if you don't do the work of figuring out why you feel this way, you will always just feel like it's because of your weight, not because of things that have happened, if that makes sense. But obviously, social media, it's an amazing place. I absolutely love it for miracle mindsets and everything. But if you follow girls with incredible bodies or bodies that you aspire to have and you're you know that you're not in a good place with your body you need to unfollow them because I think that it's so much more damaging than you can think of and I remember reading in Lost Connections um he said that scrolling through social media for 30 minutes a day equates to 30% less happiness in people and like we think it's harmless, we think it doesn't, oh no, I don't really, I don't really compare, but like, what do you think your mind is doing when it's scrolling down and it's processing people on a beach, or like, how do you actually think that, that subconsciously makes you feel? I know for me, it makes me feel like I need to change something about my life, whether it be I need to travel again, or I need to get a better body, or oh, I wonder what diet they follow, they look amazing, it's comparison and the thing with healing and working on yourself is you've got to stay in your own lane like you should only be comparing yourself to who you were a year ago who you were two years ago and you're not doing that when you're comparing on social media if you want to start appreciating and loving your body more you need to start doing gratitude towards your body and it sounds crazy but so many books say that if you stand in the mirror naked or you start doing mirror work where you're talking to yourself and you're saying nice things about yourself or you can all also like look in the mirror and start saying like what you forgive yourself for what you're sorry for like I'm sorry for beating yourself beating myself up for so many years I love you and Gabby Bernstein says that if you look in the mirror and say three times I love you it's a healing like it has physical healing that can be done with that so don't disregard the power of looking yourself in the mirror and saying empowering things and things that you want to heal and start looking for things about your body that you love and if you can't find anything you need to start you need to start saying it even if you don't believe it because your mind is very susceptible to believing things that you constantly tell it so if you don't believe that you have an amazing body start saying it I accept myself and I'm becoming more I'm becoming happier with my body every day and like the power of constantly repeating that to yourself the burden will start to feel less like I remember when I was starting to love myself more with my body and I'd constantly even when I was drunk I'd be like you are enough you are enough you are enough (laughs) so don't disregard the power of 
sneaking to yourself in the mirror and practicing gratitude with your body so even if every day in your journal you just write one thing that you're grateful for about your body it doesn't even have to be physical like the way you look but it could be I'm so grateful for the fact that I can I get to hug my mum and dad and my body helps me do that or I'm so grateful that I've got to travel the world and my two feet have took me there like it's cringy but it starts to help you think that like you aren't just the way you look and like life is so much more rich and fulfilling when you don't think about how big your boobs are or how big your bum is or what your abs look like because at the end of the day when we're all dead and gone if that's the only thing you're focused on because you were trying to get validation of other people you're not gonna have lived a fulfilling life at all so think about the things that your body can do and start moving it more because movement is so important for us like it doesn't have to be exercise you don't have to place a massive pressure to do 40 minutes of hit and 60 minutes of cycling because because it's almost stops you from taking action but moving your body breaks all the stagnant energy up and I remember when I used to obviously beat myself about my body I would sit in my room just slumped feeling rubbish and getting out and going on a walk or exercising or treating your body like a, a place that you love and that you actually want to be in like pair exercise with something that you love doing so it could be going on a walk and listening to a podcast or going for a a massive walk with your friend or going for a hit workout with your bezzy who loves doing hit like pair it with something that you like doing and you'll start to not hate exercise as much but I think the main thing is to slow down and recenter, like meditation, journaling about how you want to feel because you're looking at all these bodies but the only reason that you want that body is because it's going to make you feel a certain way. What does it make you feel? Does it make you feel confident? Would it make you feel loved? Would it make you feel accepted? Work on getting that without having that body. And eventually the perfect body that you're meant to have will come to you when you take the pressure off it. But I know when I was an absolute control freak, like I never felt like I was going to get there and I kept feeling resistance. And I think that to be honest my skin was at its worst when I was the slimmest and I think it was the stress and like the pressure that I was putting on my body and no amount of like at the time I thought I was doing such an amazing job with loving myself and accepting myself but I was punishing myself like I was treating myself like crap like I was barely feeding myself my skin was terrible I'd I'd have such negative thoughts and I can't even imagine me being like that now like my head is so much clearer And I can think about miracle mindsets, my relationships, where I want to travel, what I want to do. And two years ago, all I would think about is food and the way I wanted to look. And it's just not fulfilling. Like what you've got to understand is that you deserve to be happy and you are your biggest project. Like I think if you think of it like this, like these next three months, I'm going to heal myself. I'm going to be so kind to myself. I'm going to figure out what's bothering me so I can heal it. I'm going to move my body so that I can nourish it and come from it of a place of like love and health rather than, right, I'm going to get absolutely shredded this year. Like going to do insanity for 60 minutes a day. Going to do this, going to do that. I'm going to lose 20 pounds. It's just not motivating for me. And I think that especially if you're struggling with health, and you want to change and your mindset isn't good coming at it from a place of healing and listening to your body and slowing down and nourishing yourself and don't be afraid to ask for help if it's something that you struggle with a lot and you really can't fix by yourself because it's okay to ask for help and I think that 
throughout my journey, I think I've spoke to two doctors about it, three doctors maybe. Um, and what you've got to understand is like, if you don't have the answers, someone else can. You don't have to sit and suffer. I know that one of my friends is actually um, working for BEAT, which is an eating disorder um, helpline, which you can speak to at any time. So please reach out to me if you are really struggling and you do want the contact details for that. Um, but I do hope this has helped. I hope this helps anyone who wants to heal themselves a little bit more or start to be a little kinder to themselves. And I'll see you next week on Miracle Mindsets.